Deep in his heart, every man longs for a battle to fight, an adventure to live, and a beauty to rescue. That's from John Eldridge, from a book Wild at Heart, Discovering the Secret of a Man's Soul. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day team, Glenn Azar here, welcome you back to the Building Better Humans Project podcast. Now, that whole book, Wild at Heart, Discovering the Secret of a Man's Soul, is largely about, you know, redeveloping or refinding the masculinity of men, which at this day and age can be quite confusing, particularly for young men coming through, and I understand that. Now, there's a lot of things in the book that don't really resonate with me, but I liked that quote, and I don't resonate with it from the point of view of just being a male. When it says, deep in his heart, every man longs for a battle to fight, an adventure to live, and a beauty to rescue, what that means to me is every person is looking for purpose. We all want to be valued. We We all want to have things that challenge us. And when we don't have things that challenge us, what's our purpose? We get up every day. We go through this mindless rotation of Monday to Friday. We look forward to our weekend. Sunday we start to dread going back to work Monday and what awaits us in the office or wherever we work and we go through that again and we feel trapped. Now in those early stages there's a lot of challenges in life when we're going through our 20s and relationships and maybe getting married and having kids and all of those sort of things where we're developing careers, we're buying houses. You think about all of the challenges that are happening to us through our 20s and 30s. Is it any wonder that when we hit our 40s we start to find ourselves comfortable and in that comfort bored because we've had a career for a long period of time. And I'm not saying we hate our career, but we just find it a lot easier because of how long we've done it. I mean, maybe we hate it, but I'm not just saying that. We find ourselves either in or out of a relationship, but comfortable with that situation when we hit those ages. We find ourselves not really getting uncomfortable in the sense of how we push ourselves physically, mentally, and emotionally. Maybe we're not out doing adventures and we're not out. There's just not as many challenges in our lives once we hit that sort of age group. And I think that that's a travesty for us because I think we're a growth animal. And I think that comfort is just a place where we go to die, where we start to lose our our will and our understanding of what the day-to-day is about. Now, I'm not saying we have to be in chaos all the time. Like 100% I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that we need to look for ways to get ourselves uncomfortable, to take on challenges because we are a growth animal. Now, when I teach people about this whole anti-fragility concept, that's really what it's about. We're teaching ourselves that we're not fragile. We're not easily dented, damaged or broken. We're quite strong. We're anti-fragile. We have the ability to grow from going through a challenge. Now, I've run, to date, 79 trips across the Kokoda Track. So I've seen a lot of people go through a lot of things. Some of the toughest trips I've done, I remember an Anzac day, I think it was around 2006. It rained every single day from 9 o'clock in the morning, it seemed, till 9 o'clock at night. And for those who have been to New Guinea, it was hard, thick, heavy rain. It was just constant. And it got to the stage where no matter how well you dry bagged your stuff. Everything was wet. I remember on the second last night or the last night, we were near a campsite. We were getting in at 8 o'clock at night. It is 
bucketing in rain, and I mean just absolutely bucketing. We're getting in the dark because we got so far behind that people are really struggling. And we get ourselves there, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting on my backpack, and I'm looking out, and I've spent years in the army. So I'm kind of used to this. And I remember just laughing and saying to myself, this is crazy. And other people are doing this with us who haven't had a 17-year military career, and they're struggling with it. And, and, and I can see you know, that, that it hasn't been easy for them, but we're close to the finish. And as they're coming into camp, I'm seeing them sort of smiling and laughing and exhausted. And, and we got ourselves out the next day, I'm pretty sure it was, or it might have been the day after, and we got back to, to Port Moresby. And I remember after everyone was showered, and they were, they were upbeat as hard as it was. And years later, those are the people that tell me the most amazing stories about what they learnt on the Kokoda track. Now, at the time they were going through it, it was tough. It was hard. They were probably wondering, I paid for this. What am I doing? But at the other end of it, they got so much more value than if they'd had a completely dry and comfortable trip. And to me, that is us deep in our heart looking for a battle to fight. And that was the battle to push ourselves through that adventure looking for an adventure to live, crossing that nine false peaks or the track or climbing this hill or whatever that case may be, you know, looking for things that make us feel alive. Now, I know that right now, as I record this, Kokoda track isn't fully open yet, although I do believe it's coming this year, but there are other ways that we can challenge ourselves. There are programs that we can take on. There are learnings that we can do. You can put yourself through the 75 hard program. If you don't know it, Google it, you'll find it. There's a gym that you could join. There's an eight-week challenge coming up. There's a corporate boxing match that you could have. There's a local adventure that you could take, but not something that's easy, something that just makes you feel just a little bit queasy, something that makes you feel, I don't know if I'm capable of this or I have to train to get ready for this. And as the event comes closer, you say to yourself, did I do enough? That's the stuff that anti-fragility is built from. That's where you develop your strong mindset and your resilience. You don't develop these things in the heat of battle when you need them. You develop them because you put yourself in situations that required you to develop them. And I honestly, truly believe that every human deep at their core yearns for this stuff at some level, even if they don't realize it. We need this stuff. We, we have to put ourselves in situations that purposefully get us uncomfortable, as opposed to always looking for the easiest, most comfortable way to achieve something, always looking not to go outside our own lane too much. We don't want to bump into other people. We don't want to you know, meet people in the eye and greet them out on the street. We just want to keep our head down out of the way, mind our own business, and just cruise our way through life safely, happily, when no one's getting in the way. And that's not how life works. At the end of the day, you are going to be challenged. You're going to be pushed at times to a level that you don't know if you've got it, what it takes to come through. And the more times you put yourself in that situation on purpose, the more likely you are to come through those times a lot more powerfully. If you want help with this stuff, if you're looking for a way to challenge yourself, click any of the links in the show notes, drop me an email, glenwith2ends at glenazar.com, have a chat to me and let's find a way that we can challenge you to build resilience and to build anti-fragility so that you have a much more powerful life. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. 
For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.